this is Avuile, your rookie life coach. We are on reflections today and it's a beautiful morning in Port Elizabeth, Eastern Cape in South Africa. I am your host, the rookie life coach, who is always uh, having something to say about life in general. I haven't been uh, here for about a week now. Uh, with schools reopening and everything so i have been doing the mumming thing and it is it is fun it is challenging it challenges me to uh, have new ideas every day to support my children as they start a, a a new academic year in this pandemic and we are trusting god that things will continue to go well um these days, I am still continuing with my reading. I Last time I said I was reading the, the book by Ryan Holiday, um, Ego is the Enemy. I'm still, I'm still uh, continuing with the book. I, I don't like uh, focus so much on it uh, because I, I have other things. I'm spreading myself uh, in other responsibilities as a mom and as a as a child of god and also as you know a, a spouse to my husband and what i've noticed is that um the more i continue to read the book the more i learn uh, you know from 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 the past uh, mistakes that i made and i grow I, I grow so much and uh, and also I have been uh, reading the 5 a.m. club uh, book my friend um, Veli suggested that book for me uh, when you when you start it um, it's 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 not like you know you're gonna learn anything you you just you just see okay this it's it's written by Robin Sharma uh, it says the 5 a.m. club, own your morning, elevate your life. So I've been reading that book now and um, simultaneously with, with the ego is the enemy. I, I don't know. I feel like reading helps helps us a lot to, to clear our minds and, you know, while educating us. But um, it clears our, our minds so much. Uh, if you are not an avid reader, uh, it's okay. You, you can just take your, your time when reading a book. Uh, maybe the books that I suggest here or, you know, books that you like. Um, some people like uh, fiction. I also like fiction. I like Christian fiction. I know I'm biased because I, I'm a Christian, but I, I like it because it's something that resonates with, with me. And uh, there's lots of lessons that I learn from it. But I, I also been very interested in in reading you know your self-help books and about prayer about uh, being a parent and uh, I, I try so much that I, I have something to learn every day especially when it comes to raising children <clears throat> in these days so I I have been doing a lot of reading and I hope um, everyone is doing well 
we we are almost at the end of of the second month of 2021 and you know uh, somebody said something i don't know who, which preacher was saying this that you know if if there's a few christians christian folks out there who who are in one accord praying and believing god that this this pandemic is is coming to an end and we will see a shift in the universe we'll see a, a shift uh, we we are seeing a shift um i i noticed that a, a few weeks ago here in south africa the numbers were going up and up and up i know uh, we we don't we don't uh, necessarily have to believe every stats that we 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 see uh, we don't know whether they are accurate or not but this is this is what our government is sending out there uh, for people to know the information that is being sent by government so we we have that heart of trusting that uh, some of it is true the the numbers were going so up 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 and there, there was a time that uh, they recorded like 7000 cases according to the, that information from government, 7,000 cases of, of, of COVID-19 uh, infections a day, in like in 24 hours. And there was like 400 people dying on COVID-related, you know, um, illnesses. But I have noticed now that number, I think it was yesterday when I saw that, oh, okay, there's like 2,000 new cases um, I, I know what we want is for it to end, for, for it to not have any new cases in a day. I, that's, that's the ultimate goal for everybody, um, whether they are Christian or whether they are not. Everybody wants Corona to end, uh, for things to go back to normal. So, and when I looked at that trend, I said, you know, that preacher was talking about a, a shift uh, if if Christians were to stand in 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 their position and and believe God that um, He's He's taken away this pandemic, He's He's taken away um, the the coronavirus, and people are are being healed, then 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 we will see that we will see that, and things are getting better. I know there are people who are talking about the third wave. But we have to be positive to believe that this thing is, is coming to an end. It has taught us a lot. It has taken a lot from us. And um, I can't, you know, continue to dwell more on that. Um, we, we have to, to, to see it as something that is, is coming to an end. It's not going to last forever. Anyway, um... These days, I have been saying that I don't have to be everything to everyone. You know, somebody may say that is a selfish statement, but I think it's something that is needed for one to, to, to acknowledge that you cannot be everything to everybody. It is impossible. It's only God who's, who can do that because he's God is his he is god he's, he's not is not us i found that while i was um younger in my 20s um 
I focused so much on on appearance, on, on what people think of me. I focused so much on doing things that pleased them. And, and that in hindsight, because you, you don't wake up and say, oh, I want to please people today. You, you wake up and you do things because you want to appear um, a certain way. <clears throat> so I did that in my 20s and then also in my early 30s. And now I'm in my mid-30s and then I'm realizing that, no, man, I, I don't have to do that. I, I don't have to be everything to everyone. There are times where you 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 have to to do stuff for people. They, in fact, let me say, we we have an obligation as people. We have an obligation to our parents. We have an obligation to our children, to our spouses, and uh, we have an accountability to an affiliation that we have, like for example, in the Christian community, we have a, a, an accountability that we have with fellow congregants. But at the same time, there is a thin line there. You you cannot be everything to all of those people. I know it can it can sound like a self selfish statement, but it will save you a a lot of trouble. It will save you a lot of trouble and it will make you, a, you know, a reliable person. If, for example, I am expected to be, you know, to be doing good for, for, for the church or for a congregation or whatever. Let me do that. Let me do what I can. And let me state it clear when I cannot do it. I have noticed that if you put pressure on performance, you, you pressurize yourself to perform very well and to be seen uh, as this uh, shiny person in, in church going up and down. If there's things that need to be organized at church, you are there. You are in that committee. You are in that uh, group. You are in this. You are in this. You are always administrating a lot of things. That drains you. It drains you. And then when you hit, you know, I, I don't want to say rock bottom, but when you hit a stage where you feel like you, are, you have burnt out, then you'll have a bad attitude. You have a bad attitude towards um, uh, the people that you, you are working with, your fellow congregants, the, your friends in, in, in church. Then you, you are going to be this person who, who becomes so rebellious that um, if you are not there, they are going to ask you, uh, what, what happened to you? Uh, you? You were so active. What happened? It's because you, you pressurized yourself on performance and people expect what you always give them so when you are not available anymore to give that to them then it's it dents uh, your 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 image uh, the image that you have portrayed all these years i used to serve um in the churches that i i, I fellowship i used to serve and i used to serve the way that was so, uh, my life was, was, was that. My life was everything about the church. Uh, I didn't have time for myself. I didn't have time for my fam my family. 
you know, they knew that uh, I work in the church. They, they had to accept it, that that's what I do. I'm doing the work of God and stuff. I didn't know better then, but now I know better. And I'm able to say, uh, to suggest uh, to you that you, you need to understand that you cannot be everything to everyone. And you must not put pressure on your performance. Uh, it can be, you know, in a workplace maybe. Uh, maybe you are this person that uh, uh, um, beside your, your job description, you are a social gatherer. You, when the social events, they know that, okay, this one's going to be in the organizing committee because she's good at this and this and this. And then you're going to feel like, you know, every time things need to be done, I have to stand up. I, and then it's just like Martha in the Bible complaining to, to Jesus saying, uh, my sister is sitting here with you and I'm doing all the work. And Jesus answered her and said, you worry about many things. And, and Mary has found the needful thing. And that is to dwell here and to listen to what I have to say. So this Martha performance, you have to, to learn to, to take it away at times. You have to, I, I'm not saying that people must be redundant and, and just uh, fold arms and not, and not be part of a community. Um, and not be part of the congregation's activities. I'm, I'm not saying that, but I, I'm saying you need to limit it. You need to know where to draw the line. And I've, 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 I've also been thinking lately about um, the beginning of the month, I, I took this uh, decision that I'm going to be, you know, less available on social media. <clears throat> because, you know, this, these phones... Uh, and and the technology and everything you you are tracked everywhere everybody knows when you are uh, because of your phone and i i had my whatsapp deleted i just i just wanted to realign myself uh, you know at the beginning of the year we always want to do something new we want to do something different uh, we want to grow it's part of growth uh, I don't I don't criticize people who make uh, New Year's resolutions because it means they they are noticing that uh, it's a new year then there must be something new that I do it's a good thing so I decided you know what let me just <clears throat> take a break and not and not be available uh, if people want to get a hold of me they can just give me a call or they can just send me an SMS. Yes, I know it might sound, sound very selfish, but that's what I did. And I am very, very happy with that decision because it, it has helped me a lot. When I was going through a tough time, when my husband was sick, I was able to, to be present in moments that were very critical because I was not always checking on my WhatsApps or checking on statuses and, and all that. That's how addictive it can be if you don't have control of it. So that's another point um, that I wanted to make, that to decide to make a change. If you decide to make a change, do it and let it be out there that, okay, Avuile is not on WhatsApp this month. Then it's out there. Don't try to judge it and say, 
oh what if um <clears throat> you know uh, people uh, want to get hold of me and and all that what if shame uh, they don't know what's happening in my life it takes away that it takes away all those 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 questions that you have in your mind and and also on facebook always thinking oh i wonder if um I, I, I can update my status. There's always that obligation that, okay, people are, are posting their status. Let, let me say something. And, and Facebook asks you what's on your mind. So <laughs> you, you feel like you have to say something. But um, having learned from this, it made things clear for me. If, if you are a, a people pleaser, and you are working hard to get out of that life because that that is a, a, tra a trap that thing of trying to please people and being everything to the to them it's a trap because people don't care about what you do <laughs> everybody's out there performing trying so much thinking that there's an audience there's no audience it's 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 fake i believe it's fake so you have to make a decision uh, to prioritize what is important if you decide i'm making a change today make it and let it be out there if you want to tell your family that okay guys i'm moving out for example you'll say guys uh, i've decided to get my own place i'm moving out then people will know that oh wow he's just decided to move out why are you moving out and stuff and stuff people other people are not going to understand maybe your decision this is an example they're not going to understand it but let it be out there once it's out there they'll get used to it and then they'll accept it and then you'll continue with life that's how we learn that's how we learn and um if we are not bold enough to take decisions that um are good for us then we are going to be continuing this cycle of being people pleasers, being worried uh, about what they think of us and, and whatnot. So, um, and I've noticed that if, if I decide that, um, okay, today I, I, I woke up very early uh, because I, I wanted to do this podcast and what I learned from that book, what I'm still learning from that book is that when you own your morning, uh, you elevate your life and I've seen a, a swift change really in my attitude I'm always a person who's always stressing about the days always stressing about my to-do list and and stuff but I've noticed a, a very positive change I must say in how uh, I do things when I wake up early and own my morning and do my prayers and do all the stuff that I plan to do on a day and I try so much that the pockets of my day I portion them so evenly uh, between family between myself between my dream that I'm working on uh, between the projects that I'm doing around the home and I make sure that I have a, a time where I rest my mind and I, I found that you know with 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 television i'm able to control now the way i do tv i used to sit there and binge watch on stuff i used to sit and watch thriller movies i love thriller movies they just you know they get my adrenaline 
pumping. So I decided, you know, if I'm going to let this particular aspect of my life, this pocket of my life to take so much of my time and the other pockets of my life do not have um, a chance to, you know, to be explored in a day, then it means I'm not doing well. So, um, I'm planning to do some, well, a series here, but, uh, it's, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be, <laughs> the last series I had was very successful. I, I must say those ladies, they just uh, brought so much education in this podcast and I'm, I'm forever grateful to them. So now I'm, my, my plan is to have another series and have, uh, people come here to talk to me and I'm trusting God that um, it's going to be as successful as the last one. So uh, be on the lookout for that. Uh, I have a booster. It's a scripture today. Um, Psalm 46. God is a safe place to hide, ready to help when we need. That's verse 1. God is a safe place to hide, ready to help when we need him. Saturate on that today. That God is a safe place to hide, ready to help when we are in need of him. He's always there, all the time, ready to help. When somebody is ready to do something, it means uh, anytime you say, this is happening, they are ready to act swiftly. So that's how God is for us. That's how he is for us. We are safe with God. We are safe. It doesn't matter whether you do not believe so much in that, but all of us have hope. If we are able to wake up in the morning, or let me rather say, you go to bed with the hope that you're going to wake up. That's one thing that you do, that you have hope that you're going to wake up. That says something. That says you believe there is a power somewhere in the world that has, has the ability to wake you up to see the next day. For me, as a Christian, that is God. That is God. That is God's work. For somebody else, maybe it may be something else. But the fact that you go to sleep and hope and say, okay, I'm going to go jog in the morning. You know that you're going to sleep. And you know, you are sure that you're going to wake up. So that is my booster for this week. And... um. I think that's it. <laughs> I think that is it. Uh, you know, podcasting helps me so much. It helps me to grow. And I will always say this. Thank you to you who listens to this podcast. And you believe in a rookie like me. And you just um, listen to what I have to say. Uh, even if you get one thing that's going to change your life, that means a lot to me. Even if it's one person who clicks and listens, that is a great thing for me. I have achieved something. I have I have helped someone. Um, 
during a day. In a 24-hour cycle, somebody is going to listen to this and they're going to be recharged spiritually or otherwise. So, uh, until next time, and hopefully that you are going to have a great week ahead. And I don't know, we're going to the weekend and I just, you know, maybe you you, you need to just like take some time uh, just spend, even if it's five minutes with somebody important in your life, just spend time um, with them. You know, it's it's going to make a huge difference. I'm not going to dwell on what you should do, but during the weekend, just like say, you know, five minutes, just want to listen to somebody um, close to me, maybe my mother or what a phone call, just to listen to their voice and just hear what is happening. Don't make it about yourself. Just say, how are you doing? What's interesting in your life? And, and blah, blah. Those small things make a difference in people's lives. So until next time, this is Avuile Mutamadiko, the Rookie Life Coach on Reflections. And God bless you. I send you uh, love and peace. And you are the light of the world. Thank you. Thank you.